Hi there, and welcome to the ATS Podcast with me, Will Brown, and John Soulsby, where we break down chunks of health and fitness information into bite-sized pieces, remove a bunch of the noise, and just leave what's relevant. Uh, today we are on episode number 41, which is the role of gut microbiome in athletic performance. Uh, it's quite an interesting one. Um, had to do a bit of reading into this. It's not something I trot out on an absolutely daily basis, probably not even monthly. Um, there's only a few specific cases where I would actually look into this kind of stuff. Um, one, I mean, like the TLDR up front, eat, eat your fruits and vegetables, like, and your whole grains, like resistant starches and, and fiber are uh, the key to having a decently healthy microbiome. Uh, one of the mechanisms for that is if you, for example, uh, are somebody who does in fact, like, um, decently healthy foods uh, but f or maybe you eat specifically to fit your macros uh, but your food choices within your macronutrient and calorie profile uh, for whatever that happens to be for you are a bit wild like if you're somebody who uniquely consumes protein through shakes for example um very rarely eats many vegetables mostly just bangs a multivitamin uh, which is again fine however there is a specific case where it's less than fine especially when things start to kind of grind to a halt uh the or if you aren't losing weight specifically if you're someone who's very already very lean and doing these things this does not really apply to you although you might wish to consider it for times when you're not so worried about being super lean um where you need to make sure you have a decent amount of fiber in your diet along with resistant starches which comes from like the shells of things like whole grains nuts and various stuff um that kind of again really kind of crunchy starchy stuff that comes on those um like beans, brown rice, uh, lentils, oats, potatoes, those kinds of things. Um, where if your diet is very low in those, almost all of your nutrients gets absorbed in like your upper GI tract, so like your upper uh, intestinal area, and none of it really makes it into the kind of lower intestine to be absorbed. So your microbiome are actually kind of starved for nutrients because none of it actually even gets there. Um, whereas with fiber and resistant starches, they aren't digested that high up. Again, resistant starches, clues in the name. Uh, they move right the way down. This is another reason why they're very important for your gut health overall and preventing all kinds of gastrointestinal cancers and stuff is that they effectively just bring a whole bunch of stuff along with them and kind of go through you like a bit of a like a pipe cleaner, although that imagery is disgusting. Um, that is kind of <laughs> what happens. And having a decent amount of those in your diet will not only ensure that you stay reasonably regular, which is always nice, uh, but also means that there's nothing sitting about and clogging up your uh, your GI tract, which, again, having leftover and various things in there, I'm not attempting to like have a complete understanding of the mechanisms for how gastrointestinal cancer is caused, but I apparently it is mostly because stuff kicks about in there the bowel remains inflamed on a regular basis, and then the cellular level problems that that incurs increase cancer risk, which is why not having those problems by having a high fiber diet is beneficial. Uh, how it goes for athletic performance. <clears throat> um, a decent example of where this can go wrong is for where people who are uh, who have celiac disease um, will often experience uh, a variety of symptoms when they consume uh, glutinous carbohydrates uh, and i believe that's to do with the interaction between gluten and 
certain receptors in the lower intestine? You know more about this than me, Solsby. Maybe. I probably <laughs> forgot more then. But, um... Uh, yeah, an example of that where they experience a marked decrease in performance. Uh, I know your wife is a celiac, and yeah. I do remember training times where she had accidentally consumed gluten uh, prior was extremely unpleasant as in like had very low energy very lethargic not very up for it like if yeah. we were actually measuring performance outcomes at that point consistently we could probably look back and be like wow they uh they went down yeah or you're just not there <laughs> yeah because yeah you're just you're just not there because you feel that bad yeah. um but yeah in terms of how they could be beneficial not a massive amount of research into this again microbiome gut microbiome stuff is a very emergent field it's not super well researched it's getting there but it's specific links to athletic performance or even less uh, looked into aside from the specific case where you have overlaps between um people with various uh, diseases or conditions again like athletic performance of people with crohn's or like rheumatoid arthritis or celiac disease like various other stuff that can tie into the microbiome stuff uh if you go too deep down the rabbit hole you can very much find the the potentially conspiracy conspiracy uh edge of people thinking it is the key to all kinds of living to a hundred and like the problem with society is nobody eats this one weird like bean that's fucking been eaten by tibetan monks for the past however many generations and they all live to 200 or like whatever uh, but it's key to athletic performance outside of just being part of a regularly healthy diet that contains like you know whole grains vegetables fruits and various things is really not something that's been well looked into uh, not nearly well enough that anyone aside from essentially like a phd level specialist could probably speak to and even then i feel like the effect size would be minimal yeah uh, for the people, again, we mention quite a lot on this podcast that we are, we do work with athletes, but we also work with completely normal people that just want to look better and feel better. I really don't think of a use case aside from any of those specific health conditions where I would actually be looking into anything considering gut microbiome health outside of just having decent fiber intake, having decent resistant starch intake. If they're super keen, you could maybe look into like making sure they have um, probiotic-based food, like um, like fermented foods and stuff in their diet. If they're like, if they are mad keen on it and they're just constantly bringing it up, even though you're like, it literally won't make a difference. It's like it will barely make a difference um, that you would be able yeah. to perceive, or that would come out in any kind of outcomes. Um, but yeah, getting into your like your kimchi, your um, sauerkraut, and all those kind of fermented stuff. If you really want to work on some prebiotic stuff, is really good, especially if you like the taste of pickled ferment or fermented stuff. Crack on. Yeah. Pickle red onion. Think legit. Counts, yeah. Fermented, uh... Sadly, no. Yeah. Ho even no. Ho even homebrew. Yeah, hooch isn't a <laughs> isn't a prebiotic. Sadly, <laughs> you can't make toilet hooch and then be like, it's my prebi it's my prebiotic, bro. <laughs> yeah. Speaking so of ferment, fermented beans, <laughs> yeah. 
Speaking of prebiotics, the uh, there's a trend that I've seen on some social medias with some dude who just looks like any any like fraternity American dude who's mm-hmm. doing a series called Will It Pre, where he just attempts to pre-workout various things, and it's gotten wild. Has he tried Hyphimud yet? I think he has. He's also tried an, well pre? an entire. I think he tried. What did he try? What was he called it? Like, like tilapia for loco or something, where he literally like cooked a fish, like he sautéed an entire fish in right. blue for loco, which is like right. yeah, for for loco's like of like an alcoholic energy drink for children in the United States and here apparently. Um, right, so he fried it, so the fish was like neon blue. And then ate the fish and then went and worked out. I was like, this man is doing the Lord's work. <laughs> like he is He is keeping doing, the gym meme <laughs> Yeah, the gym meme culture is strong. Like I always thought it would die off after like after Dom Maze, the bro professor, but like these dudes are doing the work. They get they understood the assignment. Especially with the background of actually looking like they lift loads. Like yeah. the key is the key is it's only funny when they actually look like they have a really decent physique and you're like god damn it this fucking idiot is cooking fish in vodka <laughs> in like a mixture of vodka and powerade and he still looks like that and you're like yeah yeah he is the power of anabolics oh mate so powerful right tldr eat your vegetables fruits and whole grains and nuts and your gut microbiome will likely be as good for your athletic performance as it physically can be uh pending any kind of health conditions if you have those see your primary care physician and then potentially a dietitian in fact a registered dietitian specifically not an instagram nutritionist that doesn't have a website literally go for (laughs) specific registered dietitian who is actually qualified to help give you advice on like (laughs) what should i eat if i have fucking colitis crohn's like anything like that um yeah do that sensible be smart out there See you in the next one. Bye.